Hi. 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 Oh. Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. I've uh, had all kinds of a nerve-wracking evening trying to write a cover letter for a uh, job that I'm a dynamite fit for and just the whole process struggling with perfectionism and timing and what uh what and how I well just lots of things so um but I've written a version and sent it to two trusted friends and you know hopefully we'll turn it in tomorrow and then we'll just have to practice letting it be. Letting it be. So. <sighs> it's good for me to pause and take some deep breaths. My shoes, of course, have been off for hours, but if yours are not, then take a moment to take them off. Because the place where you are is holy. As we read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, where does your attention go in this first reading? For this cause we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, God's word, which also works in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season in presence not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you before our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy." Where does your attention go in these few short verses? For me, it's tried even harder to see your face with great desire because we wanted to come to you. the second time as we read what connection do you make to these words 
For this cause we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, God's word, which also works in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you, before our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. What connection do you make to these words? For me, it was when we got to, as it is in truth, God's word, which also works in you who believe. I was thinking of, you know, just this Instagram post I saw scrolling through that said, it's amazing how fast things in the universe fall into place once you've made up your mind. And I felt a little attacked and a little called out. And um, I hadn't made that connection to coming across this seemingly perfect job description, but that's for... We'll put that back on the back burner for now. But, um... Yeah, I think that it just, for me, is a chance to think about, to connect, to kind of ponder on this thing we say in recovery, take what you like and leave the rest. And whether through the spirit of fitting in or of perfectionism or of needing to be enough and more than enough and um, not being able to define that internally for myself of needing to people please, I've tried to be everything, all the things. All things to all people. Oof, what a crushing burden to find the truth in every word, every command. And, you know, it's just, it's just too much. (sighs) It is in truth God's word, which also works in you who believe. Maybe if it isn't working for you, and maybe if you don't believe, well, maybe it's not God's words. I'm not saying we can't ever be challenged. I'm not saying we can't ever be wrong, but we also have, we also were given, we also were created with intuition and inner harmony and resonance and 
a deep that calls out to deep. And if something doesn't sit right with you or with me, it just doesn't sit right. There's this phenomenon in in chapel services, I guess, or sermons or really good lectures where all of a sudden somebody's giving you language for something you'd always known, you'd always experienced, but had never been able to put words to before. You accepted it not as human words, but as it is in truth God's word, which also works in you who believe. Well, you believe it if it works for you. You believe it if you experience it. And that is where God is in your life, right? In your experiences. (sighs) Yes, yes, also in scripture and reason and tradition, but... Right now, at this kind of zeitgeist, we're trying to figure out how to see and name and claim and own and experience God in our experiences. To find God in our actual lives. That's where I want God. I don't need God only in my head. I need God in my life. And that means claiming what works for me, the beauty, the grace... The sadness, the pain, the joy, the hope, the hope of a new job, of a community, of fulfilling work, of calling. So much there. And leaving the rest. If it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me. And I don't need to beat myself up and I don't need to force myself or contort myself or become a pretzel to make it work for me or to make it seem like it's working for me so that my reputation can be intact or to make it seem like it's working for me so I can fit in or to make it seem like it's working for me so that I can be perfect and you can like me. If it doesn't work for me, it it doesn't work for me. If I don't like it, I... I don't like it. If I don't believe, I don't believe. And that's okay. And I was never given that gift. And so I'm giving it to myself now. It is in truth God's work, which works also in you who believe. What is working for me is what I believe. God is where the work is. And that's okay. And it might even be good, and it might even be great, and it might even be awesome. But for tonight, it's enough to be okay. To give myself permission to take what I like and leave the rest. To take what works for me and leave the rest. this final time as we read what intention do you set for yourself now that we've read and reflected on these words together for this cause we also thank god without ceasing that when you received from us the word of the message of god you accepted it not as the word of men but as it is in truth god's word which also works in you who believe For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God, which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen. 
even as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles, that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you before our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. What is your intention, having read and reflected on this passage? For me, it's to take what I like to be what I like and to leave the rest. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light now in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that, in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hmm. Hope and joy be yours, friends. For whatever you are and whatever you are not, you are and you have within you the light of God, the light of the world. Always. Always.